0: Hello, welcome to F one. I am Cameron,
1: and I am Ebony.
0: So, start this off. The biggest news in the off season: <laughs> mm-hmm. Lewis Hamilton going to Ferrari.
1: Mm-hmm. Pretty cool, pretty exciting.
0: I feel like this is eerily similar to the Mercedes move in 2013.
1: Oh, when he left McLaren?
0: Mm-hmm. I think because uh, Lewis is a smart guy. Yeah, of course. I I don't think he makes moves that he doesn't see himself winning in. So, like, when he left McLaren, I remember personally feeling, what the heck, Mercedes is a okay team because at the time they were a midfield team.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And thinking, why is he doing that What's going on? You make a dumb move, he's going down the field because at the time McLaren was still strong. Now going to Ferrari, it's almost like, is this a retirement thing or is this a potential?
1: I would think from outsider's perspective, because obviously I didn't really get into this until a few months ago. (laughs) 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 But knowing what I know... At this point, and what I know about sports, I feel like him going to Ferrari is like, I don't know, a basketball player like playing for the Celtics or something. It's like like one of those, like the dynasties there, the legacies there. Like a bucket list. Yeah. I mean, like watching Drive to Survive with You, like how Sebastian Vettel talked about going to Ferrari and how everyone's a Ferrari fan and how it just is one of those things where it's like everybody dreams of driving for them. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, from a Mercedes perspective it makes sense why he would leave.
0: Because <laughs> their cause car's it, dog shit? Yeah, because <laughs> I, mean, I feel
1: like they've done what they can to provide him with something but it's just not enough.
0: Well, it's just weird seeing so much dominance getting it so wrong. Weird to watch. I just feel for George Russell that whole time suffering through Williams finally going to Mercedes and it's like, Oh, here's this car that's gonna rock the shit out of you. It's gonna shake you <laughs> on the streets, and it's gonna struggle, and then you're gonna have to fight for every point.
1: I mean, but I'd rather struggle in a Mercedes than struggle in a in a Williams. That's true. At least then, even in a bad Mercedes, you know you're still fighting for points. Williams is like you're just fighting to you're fucking hoping, finish the race most you're time.
0: Hoping for Williams.
1: Oh, but I mean, I would think. Lewis seems very smart, and I don't think he would leave Mercedes. I mean, I feel like it's almost like a battered marriage at this point. Like, they've tried everything. They've tried therapy. They've tried living apart. <laughs> they've tried all these different things to see how they can salvage this. But, I mean, from what I've heard of what Ferrari offered Lewis, it would make a lot of sense for me. I mean, $100 million a year. That would make me reconsider a whole lot of things. Oh, yeah. On top of, like, supposedly they're. He's going to be able to help with like the initiative of making the team more diverse, which will be interesting because I feel like if you're not Italian, they're like, meh, about you. And then working with like the organizations, the foundations he works with, like the one he has that helps women in STEM and stuff like that. So I feel like they offered him literally anything and everything to be like, just tell us what you want and we'll give it to you. And I wonder if Mercedes was like, well, we can offer this. We can do this which is interesting considering I feel like half of the sponsors Mercedes has at this point, if it wasn't for Lewis, they wouldn't have it. Like, why would Monster sponsor Mercedes if it wasn't for Lewis? <laughs> that just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Which is funny because I think they're sponsoring, what, McLaren this year too? I think so. And then Lewis is just saying a Monster athlete. So, I mean, that's already gone.
0: It opens so that'll be a, interesting. It opens up a really interesting dynamic between Charles. Charles is a probably the fastest person single lap wise qualifying. Charles is the, probably the king the of pole. <laughs> yes, for sure. Did crazy things in the Ferraris, not last year, obviously, but uh, <laughs> when they were competitive and at the start of the 2022 season looked like he challenged Max. But. I'm curious to see how that dynamics to work out. Cause Lewis is obviously a very competitive person, and I think he thrives against that competition. He kind of, you know, losing it when George got there, and then I feel like that kind of gave him that passion back to be like, "No, nah, I'm." A sh-.
1: Yeah, and no offense, to George, but he's no Charles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I think my saddest thing about Lewis going to Ferrari is. The tandem of Carlos and Charles. Yeah. They're so great. I watched all of their YouTube videos. I love watching <laughs> the little things they do. They just seem like the ultimate bros. Like, I know the thing is like, oh, you want to beat your teammate. But I feel like low-key, they're like, if I have to lose to somebody, I'd rather be him. Because yeah. the bromance is fucking dick.
0: I feel like every team Carlos goes to, there's always that bromance. Lando.
1: Yeah, you know. and I don't even really like Lando that much. And he made me be like, you know what? Maybe it was just him and Daniel, Ricardo, didn't get along. It's okay. Because <laughs> look, he's not me to Carlos. But I think Carlos would have chemistry with a wall if he wanted to. I just think he has the personality that it's like he's very go with the flow, has a good time when he wants to have a good time, but takes what he does very quickly, but knows how to separate his teammate and his friendship with his team.
0: It opens up a door for him. Uh, Potentially, the rumor is Audi 26. They're very interested. But where does that put for 2025? And thinking about how the driver moves are shaking. The way I look at it is, is Alex going to stay at Williams? I think it really depends, especially how this car performs at Williams. Because they have a bunch of old of the Mercedes dynasty at Williams,
1: and yeah. the car—the
0: car being revealed—it looks obviously they always look good when they get revealed. Um,
1: I mean, but is he maybe like, not this year? All of them look good when yeah. revealed. I don't know how true that is, but
0: or they—I should say—they look like they can perform, but we'll have to wait till track time to see. But Alex. I know Ferrari, or not Ferrari, sorry, Red Bull. There's the rumor he might go back to Red Bull. Replace see, but Checo. then I heard
1: that the rumor was, oh, that his team put it out there to try to make it seem like, oh, Mercedes, look, Red Bull's interested in him. You may want to see. That's so another you
0: know, thing is like. Rumors okay, being rumors. Yeah, rumors being rumors. It's like, does he go to Mercedes? Because he is technically still, I believe he is still a Red Bull athlete, technically.
1: I don't know. I also read something online that supposedly that ended in 2020. I don't know. I didn't look that hard, if I'm being honest. But Red- my sources read it, so who knows?
0: <laughs> but Red Bull or Mercedes, I feel like they would be very interested in Alex. And then that opens up Carlos. Does Carlos ride out a year at Williams? Does he kind of take a break like Daniel did? Wait for Audi. You know, does does Valtteri go back to Mercedes, and Carlos goes to fake F1? Sauber? Sauber? Um, like the dynamic of this silly season is going to be very interesting. It's going to be very good to see because a lot of drivers have their contracts. So- well, yeah,
1: because what we know, Lando just signed an extension. Charles signed an extension. Supposedly Albon's there through twenty twenty five or something like that. Is what? What's the team principal? The guy that be with Mercedes? Their new team principal at Williams. James Vowles or something like that? Something like that, yeah. The British guy that doesn't really have that much of a chance. But he seems nice, so that's cool. (laughs) But supposedly he signed on. Nico supposedly signed on with Haas 2025.
0: Hey.
1: Which is cool. Him and his beautiful hair. So... The one good thing with Haas.
0: Speaking (laughs) of Haas. His nice hair. So the car reveals. (laughs) Coming out. (laughs) Obviously there's a lot of memes going around about how it's just... A bunch of carbon cars driving around and all the twenty twenty four F one colorized looks like a black and white picture. Yeah. Obviously the was it Visa Cash App RB
1: Toro Rosso, Alpha, Tari, Daniel Yuki One Two Three Unite, something like that. <laughs> I'm just
0: gonna i I'm just gonna call it Racing Bulls, just to keep it easy. I wanna call it Toro Rosso, but it is what it is. Their car obviously looks the best because it's actually painted.
1: Yeah, did you see their car launch? Yeah. They went hard in the paint. Because I forgot the Super Bowls this week, so I was like, oh, they had it in Vegas. They had all these celebrities there. They had Kendrick Lamar do a performance there.
0: They got that Visa cash app money.
1: Yeah. It looked awesome. I was like, wow, that seems so much cooler than Haas. Here's a 30-second YouTube video. See you at the end of the (laughs) month, guys.
0: So, this, di- this dynamic for them is interesting. I'm going to get a little nerdy. I apologize. But this dynamic is very interesting because they're taking almost a Haas approach to the car, which is any part that they can source is from the RB19. right? So that was last year's Red last Bull? Last year's Red Bull. So any part they can source, just like how Haas is for Ferrari, right? They get everything they can from Ferrari. This is more interesting because this is for direct connection. So yeah. Racing Bulls moved some of their factory, I believe, in with the Red Bull factory. So they're combining factories. They're still going to be the Italian outfit. Um,
1: yeah.
0: But they're combining factories. And they're sharing those last year's parts with that team. So this team is going to be as close to Red Bull as it's ever been. And obviously McLaren, Zach Brown, is losing his mind about it. But this is going to be very interesting because it shakes up my whole prediction. Here, hearing that, learning about it, just looking at the car and seeing how similar it was, how much it changed the design philosophy from last year to this year. I feel like everyone is um, switching over to more Red Bull esque designs. Naturally, i.e., pull rod front suspension, stuff, anti-squat, stuff like that, Ner- yeah. nerdy, nerdy, sports yeah. stuff. But they have two amazing drivers with Daniel and Yuki. And I love that because when Nick came in, Nick DeVries, came in uh, last year, (laughs) and he was like, oh, people were like, this guy's going to be the head of the team.
1: Yeah, he's already number one. He's
0: our number one. Yuki's going to be his backup. And Yuki just spoke the shit out of him. Yeah, which
1: I think Yuki needed that kind of pressure. I feel like, When he was paired with Pierre Gasly, it was almost like he knew Pierre was number one and he was okay with that because he was like, okay, well, at least he's won Grand Prixs before. So it's like, I can learn from him. If I don't beat him, it's not the end of the world because he's already proven he's that good. Exactly. Or else Nick coming in and it's like, what, he won Formula E?
0: Yeah, he won But he also was like
1: boasting during Drive to Survive is like how he planned on being the number one driver and all the stuff and... Seeing how much of a spitfire Yuki is, I feel like he, as Michael Jordan said, he took that personally.
0: Exactly. And it's kind of a similar dynamic because obviously Daniel Ricciardo is very well established, multiple-time Grand Prix winner. Very, very fast, given the right equipment. And he's shown that in the past versus Sebastian Vettel, even against Max back in the yeah. day. So I'm interested Well, I mean, to he see- did
1: what Lando couldn't do, bring McLaren a win. So. Yep.
0: Exactly. The, the only McLaren driver to win, basically.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, what? He's won Grand Prix at every team he's been on. Granted, it, I mean, compared to the other races
0: he had. Yeah. The only McLaren win in the current rule set, obviously. Uh, yeah,
1: but I mean, all things considered, especially with my reference point being Drive to Survive, because, uh, I mean, what? I watched one actual race last year. Um, <laughs> but seeing what they showed... Of his time at like Renault and McLaren. It just never seemed like he was a great fit is what they tried to play it into being. Especially at McLaren. I feel like they definitely tried to play that. Well, obviously Lando's the chosen one. And Daniel's there to be his number two and push him. But I feel like they did him dirty when it's like, dude, he's the one that he won you a grand Prix. Lando exactly. still hasn't done that. No offense to him. So I feel like it'll be a good restart for Daniel. I mean, obviously, Red Bull loves Daniel. I don't know who wouldn't love to have Daniel on their team. But I feel like at this point in his career, it's like, you know, everybody thinks they're a world champion. You have to in any sport you're in. You have to think you are the best. But I feel like Daniel's comfortable being with Red Bull. I think it'll be a good dynamic between him and Yuki maybe similar like to him and Pierre where it's like he can learn a lot and obviously Daniel's been racing in F1 a lot longer than Pierre so so much more he can learn which would be good but it'll be interesting to see them using parts from last year's car when it's like are we gonna see (laughs) Yuki beating Checo in a freaking Toro Rosso AlphaTauri cash Visa app whatever it is that'd be hilarious (laughs)
0: I'm I'm calling it right now we're gonna have a, a racing bulls victory 2024. I can, unless of course Max dominates again, which, which I could I mean, also see happening.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it would be. I mean, watching Daniel Ricardo in that first episode of Driver's Ride, thats what it made it interesting because he's just such a nice guy. He's relatable. He obviously works very hard. So it'd be really nice to see him kind of get back to form of what he's used to, and win, which would be nice. I mean. He's just such, he's such an angel, little Australian yeah. sweetheart. How can you not love him?
0: I'm curious to hear uh, your, your rankings of the cars, because I know you had said something to me about which cars look the best. Oh yeah, okay. So let,
1: let's start with my least favorite. And I'm saying this not just based on what the car looks like, but the disappointment of what they try to tease with. So my least favorite so far has been Alpine. <laughs> not just because they're French, but they they posted those pictures of that what is it the front of the cars that the, the splitter. Sure. The master splitter of the car. They post those pictures of the pink camo. Me being the girl I am. Very exciting stuff. Oh my god, that's so cute. That's a cute car on the track. <laughs> It'll go fast, but I'll still be able to tell what car it is because everyone has so much black. That would be awesome. And what do they do? They don't do that. It's, mm, here's a little pink. Here's a little blue. There's a lot of, what is it, carbon fiber,
0: right? Carbon fiber?
1: Yeah. So that pissed me off. I want a cute car. That's cute. That makes me like, man, in my dreams, magically, I can drive a fun car and it would be pink Camo and that'd be sick. <laughs> so for that reason alone, they're my least favorite because I feel cheated out of pink camouflage. Maybe they'll bring it out.
0: Maybe it'll happen.
1: Maybe it'll happen. Maybe Maybe they'll save it for... What is it? What's their home race? France. France? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they had a fancy name. But maybe they'll bring it out for something like that. But I was pretty butthurt over that. So for that reason alone, they're my least favorite part. They did me dirty. <laughs> they got me way more excited than I should have been. Um. Following that... What would I say? I'm going to go with McLaren after that. It's just not exciting. I appreciate that there's a little bit more color, but...
0: More of the same.
1: More of the same. It feels like I'm looking at last year's car. It's not like that much of a difference, which I guess... I mean, looks-wise, is it that important for it to look that different? I guess not. Maybe I'm being picky, but I don't know. It's just not a sexy-looking car to
0: me. Yeah, I, I don't know. Ever since they swapped to orange, I... What did they used to? Used to be silver. But I don't know if that was a Mercedes tie, because Mercedes used to supply the engines. for. Um, oh, okay. Back in the day, before they were their own team. I mean, they still do, uh, but I think that was the Mercedes connection, because Mercedes has always been silver. Yeah. And until so they went black
1: yeah well I was an overly I don't know it just wasn't anything that special I guess I should appreciate that it's not so black but I mean it's still
0: but I'm, I'm, what I'm picking up is basically the worst one so far is Alpine and then if I had to guess it's going to be McLaren, Williams Dake all together they're all just black car with mm. different mm, I you know? don't know.
1: I don't know about that. Williams, okay, we'll go to Williams. Then, okay. Thing as you brought it up, because they were gonna be my next. I do like the car. I like the blues. It is very pretty. I like the little Duracell logo thing they did. That's very cute. <laughs> I like I like the play on oh look it looks like a battery. That's yeah. pretty sick. And obviously they have a lot more sponsors this year. Thanks Alex Albon. Thanks. So that's pretty cool. Uh, my only thing is, when it's on the track, I still feel like it's going to be difficult. Because, I mean, they go so fast. If I don't wear my glasses, it's kind of hard for me to tell who's who. <laughs> so I don't know if that's going to be difficult. I mean, it looks like a nice car. I like their, what are they? the Their track suits, is that what, it, what it's called? What is the it racing called? racing suit. Their racing suit. That looks nice. But I feel like a lot of teams, like uh, Visa, Cash App, Red Bull, blah, 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 they have very similar uh, racing bits, and I like those. Uh, especially Alex Albon's uh, helmet. That's really cute. He got the memo with the pink. He did it. I like that. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I like that it's more colorful than not. I will give them that. Granted, one of the blues is basically black, but at least they tried, and I appreciate that.
0: I was hoping they would, I want them to go throwback. Like, Early '90s Williams, like with the white.
1: That's what they claim they were doing with I this would, year's car.
0: I would be very happy about that
1: because that one I actually watched their car launch, and that's what they claim the ties were to, like '80s '90s. Is what they're trying to throw it back to.
0: With obviously the only American driving for them, it's hard not to root for Williams. I like, I, I love Alex. Probably one of my favorite drivers.
1: Yeah, just another sweetheart, another yeah. Daniel Ricciardo level sweetheart.
0: Another guy who got absolutely demolished by Max. Awesome.
1: I mean, to He's be back. fair, do be fair. I mean, obviously, Lewis is my favorite, but I mean, he almost played him <laughs> two times before Lewis is like, and that's my spot. And just, yeah. and there he was gone. But I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I actually, going into the car launches, I was like, okay, steak's probably going to be my least favorite. Just because it's like they're not, I mean, what, they become Audi in 2026. I didn't imagine they'd probably invest that much effort in because it's like you're essentially just waiting out to get to Audi and be done. I really like
0: That car looks...
1: That green, that pop, Yeah, where it's like a little bit everywhere, I feel like is, I mean, hopefully the car's fast (laughs) so you can actually, like, they'll focus on it. It's not the back of the pack. But I'm team like that would be very recognizable that's not a color you normally see I feel like and I think that will kind of help separate them from the pack visually so when you're watching the race oh you know what car that is
0: that's another team that had a huge philosophy redesign right nerdy stuff warning full rod fronts anti-squats side pods or Red Bull esque styles of design philosophy so looking at that car, I was looking at the pictures way too close, closer than I think most people do. And I, probably. Was, I was thinking a lot of the time, like, damn, they they were hard at work. And the, I think their technical direct, director got there late. So they must have been working on that already uh, yeah. last season before he got there. And then he probably put the, the finishing touches. So I'm very interested to see with a lot of these cars and testing just to see how they rack and stack. Because I feel like it's not going to be... Top three midfield best of the rest anymore. I think it's gonna be Ferrari Red Bull and then I think it's gonna be everybody gonna be in the fight now. That's how I I look at it. Because a lot of these cars are starting to shape into very similar designs. People are starting to figure it out. You know, yeah, it
1: seemed like Teriziana last season that At least the last few races, it seemed like more teams were kind of catching up and closing the gap a bit. Obviously, not that much because it's still Max and a Red Bull, but I feel like from what I saw, the gaps were closing more and more.
0: Yeah. I'm excited for this season, but I'm also very excited for 2025 because I think that's probably going to be... I think the 2025 season is probably going to be one of the best seasons in a long time because the cars. Everyone's figuring stuff out, and they're all getting close. They're starting to—they're yeah. starting to realize, like, oh, this theoretical downforce with hyper low floors, like Mercedes' original design philosophy, doesn't yeah. work. The, the just because it has big numbers doesn't work in practicality. You have to have a consistent ride height, like Red Bull and Adrian Newey designed, and just blow everyone out of the water. So, and everyone's starting to move towards that design philosophy. Seeing that in the future is going to be very interesting. Very close racing is what I'm hoping for. I hope someone at least gives Max a little bit of a challenge this year. I do like, I like watching him have to fight. Like the 2022 season. I mean, if he's
1: winning, that's fine. But it's just like, I mean, dominating your sport. I mean, that's awesome. That's very impressive. But is it the most exciting thing to watch week after week when there's what? There's 23 races this year. Like, we get it, Max, really good. Can you at least slow down a little bit so it seems more fun to be like, oh, you gotta change?
0: Yeah, that's what made Vegas so good because everyone was so close. Yeah. So.
1: Oh, we didn't touch on Haas. Their livery. Their uh, livery, is uh, that what they call it? Yeah. Their cars.
0: We'll say Haas for last because I, I, I want to Oh, you want? Okay. Yeah,
1: okay. Some is, some wait, was there anyone I was missing? We talked to Alpine, McLaren.
0: Racing Bulls.
1: Racing Bulls. Okay. Their car, awesome. I think we did touch on that, but I'm going to touch on it again. Not to be gross. But I really like that car. It is very nice. It stands out. I feel like, although the name of that team is atrocious, I mean, good for you. you it seems like you got really solid <laughs> sponsors this year. So that's exciting. But by far, that is the best looking car that they've released on the grid. I agree. I feel like it stands out. It's colorful. It definitely looks a lot different than all the other cars that have come out. Like it's actually less carbon fiber showing, I think, which is cool because I mean black's cool, but when everyone has a very similar insert color here but everything else is the same, it just is not exciting.
0: Yeah, whenever There's no doing personality
1: it. in it. And I feel like for what your car looks like, it should represent your team.
0: Exactly.
1: And it just wasn't, none of the other ones I feel like were hitting as hard as Visa, Cash App, Red Bull, yada, yada, yada. Like, I don't know if they took it personally that everyone was hating on the name so hard and they were like, look at this. Look how sick this car is. You gonna talk about this name? Something stupid? (laughs) I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you how good we are.
0: Look how dumb you guys look And how cool our car is.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Our name may be the stupidest name you've ever heard, but look how sick <laughs> At least we run. had a good
0: looking car. <laughs>
1: exactly. So I'm like, at least they have that. But I mean for sure I think that was my favorite car launch so far. Maybe because it was the most surprising between them and stake, like the most surprising that I really had a low bar going in. Like Williams, I expected that. McLaren I expected that. But for Visa, Cash App and Stake, they were very They hit the mark for me of being like, that's unique, that's different. I feel like it shows how the team is. So I'm very, I was very impressed so far with those guys.
0: So Haas, I want to talk about Haas, obviously. OG Haas fan. I'm incredibly sad with Haas.
1: (laughs) I feel like it's just never good news other than... Oh, Nico posted that he got a haircut this week. There you go. <laughs> Highlight of Haas news.
0: It's just so sad because when Haas started, I was so happy I finally had American F1 team I could watch it and be like that. America. My That's my team. Yeah. And they were good. Like I, I feel bad for the people that only watch Drive to Survive because it comes in right when Haas got bad. Because yeah. Haas was good. I think the highest they placed was like 5th in the constructors championship. Yeah. And I
1: think that season. was like the first season of Drive to Survive was like that like Them year that they that. Yeah, that yeah. they like had a really solid year and then just slowly
0: Oh, it's so sad. because the I was fall. I was so happy because I just kept thinking the whole time watching. I was like, "Oh my god, they're going to get better, better, and better." <laughs> and I'm there's going to be a top 3 American team. This is going to be amazing." And I watched my hopes and dreams crash in and then the legend, I don't know mm-hmm. if he got fired or there was an agreement, Gunther Steiner will be missed.
1: that I'm going to add him to my Alex and Daniel club of angels put on this earth for my entertainment. Just seemed like such a nice person, such a funny guy. And I don't know. I mean, at least like what that new team principal, he's been there for a while. But I mean, for him to already come out saying, like, they expect to be in the back of the pack, like, Uh... like, you can have realistic expectations for yourself. I totally understand. But like, I wouldn't go around telling the media, yeah, we expect to be in the back. We don't expect this to be a good car. Like, there's, do they not have a PR person for this to be like, they do if this is what you're thinking, this is how you can phrase it. So it doesn't sound terrible. And I don't think that's, I mean, if I went to work. (laughs) was told yeah don't expect anything to really work that well we're probably not gonna have a good time we're gonna struggle like that's not gonna make me excited to go to work like i can imagine being kevin and Nico hearing it was like oh so the cars are not gonna be good again like and i i'm sure they're probably just happy they're still racing because i mean they've had well i mean kevin's been very hit or miss and either does really well or kind of falls off and I mean Nico's been around for so long that it's like you know I think he's just happy he gets to keep doing what he enjoys doing but I couldn't imagine hearing that and not being incredibly frustrated considering how bad the team's been the past couple years and then it's like I feel like Gunther seemed like the glue in that situation to where it's like you know he actually he does care and he puts in effort and I'm not saying you know the new team principal doesn't but like that's your first thing you're saying about your team and the season hasn't even started yet. I don't think it's a good look.
0: The sad thing is last year, especially the pace qualifying of that car was amazing. Getting to Q3 multiple Which times. Which is insane. Especially with Nico because Nico's a great qualifier. Yeah. And then just watching it tumble down out of points week after week is was so soul crushing for me as the Haas fan. <laughs> it was. It hurt every week watching it because I would watch qualifying. I'd be like, "Oh my God, Nico's in 6th We're gonna get big points. Haas is gonna be back up in the standings again." And then, oh, he's seventh, eighth, ninth. Oh, okay, eleventh by.
1: Was it just like the car can't maintain that race pace? Were they burning through tires? Like what was happening?
0: I've. It's a. It's a compound thing for Haas, especially because. How they set the car up for qualifying, obviously, they couldn't do in the race. I feel like they were so focused on getting up and qualifying, thinking that was going to be...
1: That would be their saving grace?
0: Yeah. Like, if we can qualify high, we'll just be able to fit into that pack, stay in the race, and we'll get points, which, I mean, isn't a terrible... In theory. In theory, it's not a terrible mindset or philosophy, but when you pair that with a car that can't fucking race <laughs> you're you know
1: i mean it, it seems like the equivalent of like you want usain bolt to go run a 5k yeah like oh he can beat the shit out of a 100 meter oh he's there but you want him to run longer than five minutes he's not that guy and yeah. i feel like that's very similar to haas's problem of
0: oh uh. I
1: mean, I wouldn't say poor Haas. I'm going to say poor Nico and Kevin. Because I feel like from what I've read and heard as a very much less informed Formula 1 fan, being in my infancy, it just seems like unless they're getting money from sponsors, it just doesn't seem like Gene Haas puts that. He expects a high return without having to put as much into it as I feel like most people would feel like is appropriate, I guess, for the lack of a better term. I'm because ho- I mean what I've what I've seen online theories is like, oh, he ends up selling out to Andretti. He's like that. he gives the team a little bit more time, sees if the changes work, see if they stick, they get better performances, and if not, he just ends up selling the
0: I'm hopefully optimistic because my expectation than this season is obviously 10th again but with you brought it up the Andretti thing I could see them doing something similar to how Audi is with Alba uh, doing like a progressive buy-in Yeah, because I would love to see Andretti uh, on the field especially like an Andretti Cadillac would be amazing and an actual American manufacturer in Formula 1 would be
1: would be pretty neat,
0: especially with the fan base expanding so much in America. I would personally yeah. love that, especially with their credentials, the history of Andretti, and everything.
1: I was like, I, I didn't know much about Formula One before watching much with you, but I at least heard heard about Mario Andretti before. Like I had heard the name.
0: Yeah, only oh. American Formula One champion, I believe. uh they have a very established IndyCar team, multiple wins, championships, very, very established race team. So I would love to see them, especially have a factory in America, because I think that would be amazing. That would be neat. Especially if they offered tours and stuff.
1: <laughs> not, not for selfish reasons at all, you're thinking.
0: Yeah, not, not for selfish reasons. No. Definitely not. Never. But as an American fan that loves American teams. Haas, number one, Williams, number two, with their American investment firm buying them. And I'm reluctant to start cheering for Alpine, but you you know a lot of...
1: The French? I know. That is the most anti-American thing I've heard within the past 20 minutes, Cameron. Jeez.
0: I don't even like their drivers. But that's besides the point. All right.
1: And it's mostly Esteban, but anyways. neither.
0: (laughs) So I just want to touch on the Christian Horner thing.
1: Because there's really not much we even know about it. There's not much. Nothing solid.
0: I will say the thing that annoys me about it a lot is people asking him to step down and do this stuff. It's like innocent until proven guilty. Why are you having the dude who built, essentially built Red Bull from the ground up, from Jaguar, which was not a good team at all, to one of the most winningest Formula One teams ever, like the only t- only thing similar to this in my head that, comp- what Red Bull has done in the modern era is very similar to what Williams did back in the day. Like this, team yeah, comes from essentially nowhere, yeah, and starts dominating. So it, it's crazy to watch. It's I mean, what of-
1: they're coming up on twenty years, twenty years, and yeah, and they've won seven drivers' titles, right? Sebastian won four, Sebastian's Max has won four three. Is Max three, yeah. I don't know how many constructors, but driver's titles at least. I mean, seven out of 20 is, I feel like that's pretty, I mean, I would be happy.
0: I think it's six constructors, seven drivers. But with Christian, it just annoys me, all these people instantly jumping on it. Like, this is what happened, blah, 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 blah. We don't know anything. They just had the meeting, what was it, yesterday? They just had the meeting. Nothing's been released to the public. And we won't know till next week.
1: And even then, reports are that this could take weeks. Exactly. And that could end up going into the beginning of the season. Which I feel like is a good thing, is that they're taking their time and hopefully vetting the situation thoroughly. And that's why it potentially could take that long. Because I feel like, especially with it being a female colleague making insinuations about inappropriate behavior and things like that. I would much rather everything be fully looked into like the people that need to be talked to are talked to and things of that nature before decisions are made. Because I mean, you know, once you rip that bandaid off, there's really no going back. And it's just a very slippery, it could be a slippery slope.
0: And they released the, uh, accuser's name, Whoa Whoa Tolf. Like
1: like, Oh really? I didn't know that. No,
0: no, like Oh that's a joke? Yes. Oh Oh.
1: Oh. (laughs) I knew that. It was Susie Wolf. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like you guys are gonna come after me? Uh but no all I've seen are so many rumors about it. Like people saying like oh Max's dad is leaking stuff because it came from a Dutch news source that oh, they were doing goodness. the investigation to begin with, which is just funny. Because I mean, Max's dad definitely seems crazy enough to be like, "Oh,
0: yeah." But he, what, like Max's dad, they're winning championships. Like he doesn't strike me as the kind of guy to take. No, no offense to him or anything, but he doesn't strike me as a type of guy to be like. This ultimate moral high ground and start leaking stuff. He seems more a guy. Based
1: on the alleged things he's done, he doesn't really have a moral high ground to stand on.
0: Yeah, but he seems more of a guy that would handle it directly. If if he if he saw it, he would hit you with his car. Allegedly, hit you with his car. Allegedly, allegedly. But so we will wait for the new cars to release. So what's left. We have Ferrari, Ferrari, Red Bull, Aston, Mercedes, Mercedes,
1: Mercedes. Mercedes.
0: So those. You know, it's cr-
1: super funny. Just touching on Mercedes real quick. How much they stopped posting about Lewis? Because <laughs> I double checked. Because I had seen in the comments, is like people they, they keep just posting George. I was like, surely that's not a hundred percent true. You know, I try not to take everything at face value. But like going back, it's like okay, they had the post about Lewis leaving the team on the first. Happy Black History Month to us, thank you, Lewis. And then <laughs> after that, they had the what? I don't know if you saw this. The post that Mercedes put up of like, um, uh, English to Italian translation. Yeah. And obviously, it was a little bit of shade towards Lewis, which I was like, that's kind of strange, considering you know you saw the year with this guy. I, th- I thought
0: that was nice. It was like how to say hello in Italian or something. I thought that was nice. Okay. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see that as shade. I thought that. I thought that was, as far as them handling, like obviously, probably one of the best drivers to, or undoubtedly one of the best drivers to ever do it.
1: At least top three.
0: Le- having him leave your team, being like, how to say, hello, team, or yeah, like hello and, there, or
1: something like that.
0: In Italian. I mean, I didn't. I didn't take that as. I took that as like, that's you know what, that's actually kind of nice for Mercedes instead of them being like, fuck you.
1: Well, I mean, they can't necessarily be fuck you yet. I mean, they still have him for a year, and let's be real, who's going to be getting the points? No offense to George. Seems like a sweetheart. You know? Seems like he'd be a lot of fun. You know, him and Fernando Alonso. Seems like they'd be a fun party. But. <laughs>
0: he was the one.
1: Man. If I could live in George's head, like, yeah. I mean, he's a funny guy. He's a funny guy. But it's just funny looking at their feed of, like, clearly George is the favorite child. And you know he's eating that up now. It's like, see, I'm here. I'm saying I'm Mercedes ride or die. <laughs> yeah. Like, he gets to hold Toto's hand walking into the paddock now instead of Lewis. Like, he's so excited. And I just think it's so funny. Because, I mean... I can understand being hurt. Lewis is leaving, you know, arguably the greatest driver in F1 history, you know. He has the accolades. There's not very many drivers that have accomplished more than Lewis has. But it's just so silly. Because, like I said, I feel like Lewis tried. He stuck it out. And it's not like he's shy to let them know what he thought was wrong, what he would, like, fix. I feel like he was very vocal about things and I think that'll be a good thing about him going to Ferrari. I mean, Charles is a sweetie. And I think he tries to tell them what he wants fixed. But I also think he's just happy to be there and he puts up with a lot more than he probably should. Like, no, Charles, you're not stupid. They're stupid. (laughs) Like, are they paying for his therapy? Is that part of his new deal at least? Is Someone he could talk to, and it's just some, it's just someone in the Ferrari team that's his therapist that he can vent to or something. I even, even then, I don't even know if Lewis would want to hear it. It's like, why are you telling me this? Go tell them. Because I mean, I don't think Lewis is going to hesitate in letting them know what he thinks is wrong. Hopefully, he does it a better way than Sebastian did.
0: I love Ferrari. Exactly,
1: which is hilarious considering, I mean, Ferrari's track record has been so spotty. For a little while. I mean, it wasn't necessarily the car, it was the calls. And I feel like that's been our issue for a while now, is it's not necessarily the car that's having the problem. So... Oh, is my mic alive? I oh, am. Yeah, my mic's alive. Yeah. Oh, so I get to wrap it up then. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I feel like we touched on a little bit of everything. Uh, we'll probably what next week? We'll go over Mercedes. We'll go over Red Bull. Uh, what is it? Aston Martin, and what is the one I'm missing? Ferrari. Duh. We were just talking about it. Blonde moment. So we'll go over those, which is super exciting. We'll go over predictions. Or for me, just making things up. Like who I think is going to post the most shirtless selfies. There's a plethora. I have a lot of listing on that one. Who's going to be the first one to crash and why is it Checo? So it'll be super awesome. But hopefully we have more juicy gossip because that's really what I'm living for in this off season is all the juicy goss. So We'll talk to you later. Okay, thanks. Bye.